Y'all, welcome to another great episode, Late Night with Bridget and Holly. I'm your host, Holly. And I'm your host, Bridget. And y'all, before we get started, let me remind you, if you have not yet subscribed to our YouTube channel, hit that subscription button, hit the notification bell. We drop new episodes every Tuesday, every Friday at 11 p.m. Also, anywhere that carries a podcast, you got Spotify, Apple, Google, iHeartRadio, Go to your favorite podcast station and subscribe to us. So we're also available when you're in the car, on the go, on your lunch break. You can listen to us anytime, anywhere. So tonight, we are going to be talking about the Gypsy Rose case. Because as you all know, she was released on December the 28th of this year. Mm-hmm. And me and Bridget kind of want to dig deep into this because this is a case that me and her both have followed. And we're going to, you know, give y'all some facts that y'all may or may have not um, known about the situation and just in general. And let you know where we're coming from and what we think. And, of course, as always, after the end of the podcast, we would love for y'all to drop in the comments how you feel about the situation. You know, do you think it was right or wrong or you know just how you feel about the situation um so to start y'all off just give you a little backstory you all know um gypsy rose in june 2015 her and her boyfriend at the time nicholas uh go to john he is the one that actually murdered her the the mom Dee Dee. her real name is uh claudine blanchard her nickname was Dee Dee. And Gypsy Rose set everything in motion, but he's the one that committed the crime. He got sentenced to life in prison. She got sentenced to 10 years, got out in eight with good behavior. But we're going to start with Bridget and see what she wants to start off with, and we'll go from there. Okay, before I get started, I just want to tell you that the introduction that you had for us was awesome. You did a good job. Thank you, darling. Thank you. I learned it from my bestie. <laughs> okay. But yeah, no, for me, as far as I'm going to leave the facts up to you or most of the facts, you know, but mine's more opinion in terms of do I feel she was right in what she did? I don't think murder is ever right. But in her case, I think it's understandable. She was a prisoner in her own home. She knew, I mean, as a child, a small child, given medication or, you know, going to the hospital and your mom telling you this is happening or that's happening, you believe it. You know what I'm saying? You can Mm -hmm. be persuaded and manipulated as a child. But as she started coming of age, she started realizing you know, I'm not as sick as what my mom says I am. Or these medications that she's given me is making me sick. To her, she was scared to death of her mother. She really was. She was terrified, Mm -hmm. petrified. Right. And this is what I'm trying to say. This is what bothers me about the fact that she even served one day in jail. You have women who are physically abused in a domestic violence situation. And they will end up killing their husband and they get off on it and say, well, she was mentally abused and that was her only out. So it it was, it was self-defense. You know what I'm saying? But this child that lived under this for, you may know, I'm not, I know she did it in 2015, but when was she born? Like how many years did she go through that before she snapped and did something like that? 
Um, I honestly Ever think it was she was little from what um they told. Like it was at a very, very, very young age. Yeah. That started it. And one of the things that started it was she got into a bike accident with I think it was her grandpa or either her uncle mm-hmm. and she is in her knee really bad. Right. And she was really little, and that's when the majority of it started then. Started. Was when she started with the wheelchair and the walker. Right. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, she went through that most, if not all, of her childhood into Uh her adolescence. And to me, she felt like the only way I'm ever going to live and get out of this is to kill her. And I also think because she was so abused, I think she had a very immature mentality to where i don't think she really comprehended death you know what i'm saying she, she didn't and well, one of the things that I, I want to say about her which does explain a lot like one of the one of the uh, uh, this comment come from her she said i was very sheltered and what i knew of the outside world was only in disney cartoons right well, there was no death in in disney really you know what i mean like they didn't right. show things like that so even though she come up with this plan and that it was the only way to escape from her mom mm-hmm. I, again like you said i don't think because she was in such a, a childlike state of mind for so long well up into her you know her early teenage and adult years that i don't think she comprehended how bad this right. was because all she had to live by and look up to was just Disney movies. Right. Nothing well, but princesses and happy endings and things. Right. Well, you can't say there's no death in Disney. Didn't the Lion King's daddy die or one of them die? Well, no, no not there's no death, but like murder. Oh, there's yeah. Not really, you know, but yeah, the, um, the, uh, Simba, Simba's daddy, because that's how he took over, took over the, uh, the kingdom and stuff. I- I hadn't seen it, so I don't know. I just know that a lot of <laughs> a lot. I see a lot I'm of done clips. With you. This podcast is up. <laughs> a lot. Not I, seen the Lion King. Uh, well, I've just seen it where they'll be put clips on TikTok where there there'll be animals crying at that scene where the the daddy lion dies, and so I know that that happened. I just don't know the movie. <laughs> Girl, I'm gonna tell you real quick because you brought up the Lion King. If I never had to see The Lion King ever again in in the rest of my life, I will be so happy because my little cousin that I used to babysit, he was two. And right. when I would go over there and babysit him, we would have to watch The Lion King all fucking <laughs> day back to back. I now hate The Lion King. I oh. will never ever be what once was when I first saw the movie. Yeah, he took that away because he had to watch it every single day. <laughs> Bless. Oh, well, I, I might have movie. to make myself. I might have to make myself watch it. But it, I mean, so, it is a good movie. But uh, it, you, you'll tear up a little on it too. Maybe you could watch it with me. No, oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> that will be the last time ever if I do. But for you, I would. Uh, yeah well but yeah like with her like you said it's it was a lot of fairy tales and disney stuff and she didn't really know and i do i think she had an extremely childlike mind and i think this nicholas and her you know come up with this plan and i think she thought i honestly think she thought 
yeah, if I kill her or she dies, I get away, but then she might be okay after I leave. You know, I really think yeah. somewhere in her mind, she had to think like that. Bless because her. you see in Disney movies, there's magic all around in Disney movies. Yeah. You know, it took a kiss to bring Snow White back to life. Yeah. After biting a poisonous apple that she supposedly died from. So I think you're right for her. It was okay. She'll die, but it's going to be okay because it's always okay in the Disney movies. Yeah. Right. So I think that's all she knew. And like I said, I mean, for her to, to go in there and follow through with the act of stabbing her mom, I don't think she could have ever done that. No, because she locked herself in the bathroom while he yeah. did it. Yeah. She she couldn't be around it or anything, so she just locked herself in the bathroom. Now, how but, long did um, he get? How long did he have to serve? So he got a uh, life in prison. Yeah. And she got 10 years, but got out for, in eight with, you know, two years knocked off, I guess, for like, you know, good behavior and stuff. Yeah. But, um, you know, I'm going to tell you something, too, that her her family, Dee Dee, Claudine, we'll just call her Dee Dee, because that's what everybody knows her by. But, um, you know, she was cremated. And they came on and talked about how she got what she deserved. She was a known thief. She was a known liar, and she was just a horrible, horrible person. And they were not surprised that it, with this happening, that Gypsy Rose was the one behind it because they knew how she was abused. Yeah. Rose. yeah. But this woman was so bad that when the family got her ashes, nobody wanted them. Nobody said, she's not coming into my house. I don't want her ashes in here. And they wow. flushed her ashes down the toilet. Wow. And yeah. said that she got what she deserved and that Gypsy Rose should not have spent one day in jail. And yeah. I agree with that because, like like you said, with like being, you know, in a domestic violent re- violent relationship it kind of was like that you know that's her mom and she's yeah you know mentally abusing her and stuff and putting her through all that torture she had so many surgeries right. so many surgeries that were unnecessary right and wreaked so much havoc on her body yep that that's what caused her to lose all her teeth yep. that she had and yep. she was being you know malnutrition mm-hmm. and it's the same thing because yeah, it's bad what happened, but it was a bad situation that she couldn't escape, and nobody could help her because the the tiniest little person that would come into Gypsy Rose's life mm-hmm. and try and help that family, Dee Dee would milk it for what she could and get the money that she could, and she pushed him away because yeah. they had a neighbor um, that they were close to, and yeah. uh, Gypsy Rose had got close to the daughter that was there. Yeah, and she started seeing that she could get up out of that wheelchair and walk. Yeah, and then uh, you know, it, that's it. You know, Gypsy Rose can't play with her anymore. She had to come into the house, and mm-hmm. you know, couldn't have visits and stuff like that. Yeah, and it's just well, sad because she learned pretty much in prison. I think she learned how to be an adult. Yeah, because she had to open up, and you know tell everything about her mom and she got to see how grown women live in prison because she didn't have a mother figure. Yeah. Because all she wanted to do was keep her like a baby and keep her yeah. safe. 
Yeah, exactly. Well, and you know, you just mentioned about the neighbor, but you know, anytime I know there was a few times in the in the movie that I'd saw, I think it was on Hulu. Didn't the movie play on Hulu? They did a series. It series. was a series of Gypsy Rose. It was and like I said, story. you know, some of those are not a hundred percent accurate, but you know, right. it's still a true life movie. But even doctors and stuff, if they'd be like, if they'd start questioning, it, like I don't know, you know, she'd pull them away from that doctor and she'd take and, them to another one without new symptoms. Yeah, yeah. So she never, but but my my thing is, I hope that this because do I think Gypsy Rose is the only person that goes through this? No, that's it's no. that, that Munchausen by proxy is what it's called. Yeah, and so I think there's a lot of mothers out there that do it. I hope it brings awareness to these doctors and stuff that do it. But if you can look at a child's medical history. And it's got surgery after surgery and sickness after sickness. I think as medical professionals, it is you need to do your due diligence and do some research and make sure that that child is not in trouble yeah, and, and a victim of their own parents. And we was talking about the domestic violence thing. Listen, I'm not trying to discount domestic violence. I lived in it. We did a whole series on that before. Holly knows my story. So I am one of the people that are a victim of domestic violence in the past. But I honestly think Gypsy Rose, what she went through is worse because when when you marry your husband, he's not blood related to you. You trust your parents with all your heart to do the right thing and make the right decisions, blah, 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 blah. So to have someone on that level of trust betray you and hurt you like that, that is far more mentally taxing on you than I think going through a domestic violence situation with a partner. You know what I'm saying? down because... You look at your parents to take care of you yes. and to protect you. You know, yeah. you wouldn't think for one second, you know, that, hey, my parent, you know, is doing this to benefit them. Yeah. You, you don't ever want to think that your, your parent's going to hurt you in yeah. any type of way. And, you know, one of the things, too, was when she had skinned her knee in the bike accident mm-hmm. and her dad um, had talked talked to Dee Dee and saw that, um, that Gypsy was in a wheelchair and he said well what's going on he said is she going to be you know in, in this wheelchair for the rest of her life like what's going right. on and so she sat there and told him she said well you know right now no but she's got uh, muscular uh, what is it um, dystrophy muscular yep. dystrophy uh-huh. Muscu- muscular dystrophy and that her um, her disease and condition was just going to continue to decline and get worse to where she eventually was going to be confined to a wheelchair. So she went ahead and just got her in it so she could get used to it because it was just a matter of like months or maybe a year yeah. to where she'd be confined to it. And Gypsy even said, you know, she knew she could walk. And Dr. Phil even said, well, you know, why didn't you ever say anything? And she was like, "That that's my mom. You know, you don't question your parents, you assume that yeah. they are doing what's right for you. Yeah. But because she was in a wheelchair for so long that it, it was hard for her to even get up and walk because she had no muscle mass. It was just yeah. jelly. Yeah. And in the times that she would be in the house with her mom and she'd run to the kitchen or whatever, 
she would she would get up and literally run to the kitchen and she was like, I don't understand. I can walk. And her mama would say, Gypsy Rose, get your walker or get back in your wheelchair. You know, yeah. you don't need to be walking. Yeah. Well, and like you said, I mean, I think to, to ask a, a, somebody that question, I think on some level, like I said, she's probably started coming to the consciousness that, wait a minute, my mom's telling me I'm sick, but I don't feel sick. My mom's telling me I can't walk, but I know I can. Yeah. And I think part of her wanted to say something. But like you said, I think she was scared of her mom. I think She's she was scared. And I think she was like, well, I don't want to upset her. And I don't want to do, you know what I'm saying? Like, because even now when you hear her talk, she's what, 32 now? She but still sounds like she's a kid. A child, yeah. And she still yeah. talks in a very, I don't mean to sound say mean, but like, very immature like very childlike you know what i'm saying right. in a very childlike way she still communicates that way because i don't think she has a maturity to her so i but now let me ask you a question i was gonna ask you about this do you do you blame the dad any at all i wish i knew more of a backstory on him as to why he wasn't more involved in her life i know Dee kept him away Mm -hmm. And in some situations, when that happens with a dad and you try and try, you just give up because you just feel like all hope is just gone. Mm -hmm. You fight the losing battle and you just take what you can get. Mm -hmm. But I, I do wonder why he didn't step in more and be like, well, I'm her dad and I want to take her to the doctor. I want to see what's going on and everything like that because mm -hmm. that, that's they just we don't have enough on that story and i'd love to see like an interview with him mm -hmm. and there may be one that i just hadn't seen it but i i don't understand why he didn't fight enough for her to mm -hmm. get her out of that house because it really all this could have been possibly prevented mm -hmm. if he would have took measure got some lawyers or something mm -hmm. got her out of that household and got Dee some help yeah. but I don't know if Diddy could have recovered from that because considering what her family said, she just was a piece of shit. Yeah. And her parents, even her parents said on TV that that they didn't want her ashes, that she was a horrible daughter. They didn't claim her. Like that's wow. coming from your parents. Yeah. You got to be a bad, rotten egg <laughs> to fucking be that way because yeah. for your parents to sit there and say that and they don't understand where where it come from they don't right. know why she was the way that she was right right exactly well i'm like you with the dad i mean um some women and i i don't think women and i know there's a lot of damn moms going to come for me on this but remember i was a mother um but some you women are you, a mother yeah what i'm saying a mother of young kids at one point uh, they're all grown now but i um you know, sometimes moms can make it so hard on the dads. They just, they want to throw their hands up. They're like, oh my God. And it's like, well, who does that? Well, stop making it so fucking hard sometimes. And so I think you got to realize Dee, Dee was, she was a master manipulator. And sure. I think she, yeah, I think she made it very hard on the dad to try to see. And I think he didn't live in town any either. So no, I can see him probably making trips or doing this and her lying to him. Oh, she's not here. This, she's this, yeah. she's this. And you know, what can he do? You know, there's only so much he can do. So 
Uh, but I also think he feels bad for that, that he, he didn't does, do more. That you can tell mm-hmm. that he does. Because I'm like you, you know, that is true. Some some women make it hard for the men to see their kids. And I think yeah. that's, I'm just going to go on and say it so they can come at me too. But I think that's fucked up. Like, yeah. you can't sit there and bitch about, you know, your baby daddy not seeing your kid and yeah. doing this and that when you're keeping them way, way past arm's length. Yeah, and keeping him cut off because it's not suiting you. Only yeah. he's moved on and he's with somebody, but you're going to sit there and hold a grudge because it wasn't meant to be, bitch. It wasn't meant to be. Yeah. yeah I mean, that, that's just how I see it. But a child should never suffer and not get to see both both of their parents. And true, 99.9% of the time, the females, we all always get custody of, of our kids. That's just right. that's how it's always been. Right. But don't sit there and use it to your advantage and not let your child see their dad just because you don't like their dad because at the end of the day it took two to make a baby and that baby deserves to know both mother and father yeah even if one of them doesn't participate as much do as much or isn't as active as much let your child make that decision when they get to a certain age the the good thing is i'll tell you with my dad you know my mom never raised me but my dad never, he never stopped. He said, if you want to see her? You know, you can see her. She just didn't try. You know what I'm saying? But he, he never stopped her. Yeah. Yeah. So he did. And and I appreciated that. But like I said, some, and so I know moms do it because they think they're doing what's right. Well, he's not consistent or he don't try or, you know, he's the bad influence here. He's this, this, and this. Well, your kid will see that one day. You know what I'm saying? Don't let yeah. them decide, you know. Exactly. I, I would never want to be the reason that. You know, they come back and say they didn't see him. You know what well, I'm saying? Mom like, didn't yeah, let me see dad. Mom kept yeah. me away, yeah. away from dad because it that it happens. It really mm-hmm. does. And like you said, he may not be a, a steady father figure in their life, but when that moment happens and they want to see him and they get together, let your child decide. But if you want to go yeah. see your dad, you can go see your dad. Right. Because they will, at the end of the day, see that picture when they get older of. Wow, my dad let me down so many times. He didn't come to my baseball games or, you know, football games and my recitals. And, you know, we got to remember or women have to remember that we once were our child's age. Yeah. So you got to remember that when you're thinking of, oh, I don't want them to see see their dad or or this and that. You got to remember we were little at once. And we wanted to see our mom and our dad. And yes, we did get let down. But as we got older, we knew who was there for us. And yeah. we a child needs that so they can learn it. So yeah. when they get older and get a kid, you know, they can make their own decision. You can protect them so much. But, you know, let let them make up their mind of who they yep. want to see. That's the truth. That's the truth. Yeah. But I think that's what happened with her dad, I think the mom interfered so much, just made it hard, especially with him being out of town on top yeah. of it. But now, didn't she, didn't the mom, didn't Dee Dee move around a lot with Gypsy Rose there for a while? Well, she did until she got that house built for them. The yeah. The last house that they were in. Um, and didn't they, they do that, like with the uh, humanity housing thing? Didn't they build that with that? Yeah, and the community and everything all come together. Mm-hmm. They got that house built. They did the um, the uh, wheelchair ramp for Gypsy Rose. Had it equipped mm-hmm. where she could 
go in and out through the doorways with her wheelchair and everything like that. Like she milked these people. Yeah. And poor out so much. And that was a cute little house. Like it yeah. that was a nice little house. And she she gosh, she milked people for thousands, hundreds and thousands of dollars. Like I I, I wouldn't be shocked to even guess maybe a million or more. Because mm-hmm. she kept Gypsy Rose in that limelight and had her acting, you know, like she was this weak little child, but yet she was so happy and and her mama was her caretaker and took very good care of her and they mm-hmm. just shit that Didi coached her on saying too. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And one of the things too, like I don't know if a lot of people know, but um she is married and she got married two years ago. And she's, Gypsy is 32, and her husband, Ryan Scott Anderson, he's 37. And he lives in Louisiana. Mm-hmm. Well, Gypsy and Ryan met through a pen pal program that the prison offered. But now prior to this, she had met another man years before she met Ryan, and they too were engaged. Mm-hmm. And they were talking about the wind and stuff, and they just both decided to call it off. Well, um, he's the one that picked her up from the correctional center on Thursday, December 28th. I think you said it was, what, Bridget, 3.28 in the morning? 3.30 in the morning. Or 3.30 in the morning. Now, mm-hmm. she would have been released a little bit sooner than what she was, mm-hmm. but they had to come into a motion plan because the whole world knew Gypsy Rose was about to get out of jail, mm-hmm. get out of prison. Mm-hmm. And... She didn't want any media. They didn't want any media around. So that's why they scheduled that for that time. And sure enough, there was no social media around. But, um, like, that you you see pictures now because, like, her sister and her dad and her stepmom, that's, you know, who, who she was with. And they threw a party and celebrated, took some pictures, and I think put it on Instagram and on, and on TikTok. But, um, Gypsy's never been on a real date. When she went on the date with Nicholas to the movie, she didn't even get to sit beside him. Mm-hmm. You know, and so she's never been to like on a date where she held hands and sat down at a nice restaurant or went to a nice, you know, or funny movie and sat side by side cuddling and, and everything like that. So when she got out, her and Ryan and also he's a, a special ed teacher uh-huh. um, but they got a hotel room because they never got to consummate their marriage right. and he said when they would see each other in prison or talk on the phone they would make sounds when they wanted to hug and mm-hmm. stuff like that to kind of like get that affection feel <laughs> but, Right, like, big summer blowout. <laughs> and um, well, one of the things that she asked him when she got out to celebrate her freedom was she wanted his gumbo. Because Aww. he's from Louisiana and he knows how to cook a mean gumbo. Uh-huh. And after they had their special night, she made herself um, a spa day for mm-hmm. the following day. Mm-hmm. So she... It, it, her her mom her stepmom and her dad does wish that Gypsy and Ryan would have waited till after she got out to get married. Yeah. Yeah. But they think that they can do it. They said it's gonna be hard, but 
that can do it. Jeannie's never lived with a man, so this is yeah. not new for her. Exactly. Just, I was being with her mom and right. with, you know, thousands of other female, you know, inmates and stuff. <laughs> yeah. And, and stuff. But, y'all, I do also want to tell y'all, um, January the 5th, and it's going to be coming on Lifetime, it's called The Prison Confessions of Gypsy Rose uh, Blanchard. And I also saw in an interview, like, she hates that her mom is dead from this, but she doesn't, she doesn't have any regrets. Right. She doesn't re regret that it, it's happened because she was tortured so much as a child, you know, mm -hmm. like, I, I, I kind of don't blame the girl for not having any regrets, you know, I mean, she was a, Diddy was a horrible person. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Well, and you got to think, though, think about it like this. She's 32. And for the first time in her life, she's actually free. Because she all that time she lived under her mom controlling <laughs> her and being imprisoned in her own home. Then she had to go into prison and serve time. So when she was released on December the 28th, that was the first day she was ever free. From now, I'm like you, right. I'm like you. I don't know mental health wise if it would have been good for her to come out and be by herself. Or I if think it would have been. Yeah. Or if if this Ryan Scott is going to be a good thing for her, that is yet to be seen. But I'm like you. I don't think she really knows who she is yet. So I don't know if she can be a good wife or a good future mother if she doesn't know who she is yet. And that's the sad thing. I honestly think, and I hope, I'm, I'm sure they did, but I'm hoping while she was in prison, they got her counseling and she got some mental health help. You know what I'm saying? Because I honestly think she needs that for herself. But I'm, I'm like you. I don't blame the girl. I don't fault the girl. Murder in no way, shape, or form is right. But at the same time, when you're put in a situation where it's you or them, because yeah, I honestly think, I honestly think had her mother kept going, I think she would have ended up going too far, giving her too much medicine, doing too much, and she might have not would have made it. Yeah. It, exactly. Yeah. And, I, you know, sometimes things happen for a reason, even though that's bad to say. But do you know when she was in jail, like she's truly free now. But mm -hmm. when she was in jail, she felt free because, yeah. there, you know, there was nobody that was yep. nonstop on her. Yep. Because in, in my opinion, and I know we're about to, you know, wrap things up. And, and I'm honestly say like on my little summary that I have to say is I'm, I'm happy for her. I'm glad she's out of prison. Um, the only thing that I worry about with her, like you said, I, I hope she did get help in prison mentally mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. i hope she continues to to keep getting help mm -hmm. because that, that's something that's gonna you know work through years and yes she had eight years to work on it and she might be good now and everything mm -hmm. but i feel like that once she's out mm -hmm. she finds herself people's gonna be coming at her with interviews movies books she's gonna she's gonna get pretty wealthy from it and that's okay the girl mm -hmm. deserves it but I think, I, and I hate to say it, but I almost feel like if that happens and she finds herself, I don't think that marriage will last. Yeah. Because it's based on being locked up in prison and needing to feel that love and mm -hmm. that companionship. 
And yeah. now that she's out, she's gonna mm-hmm. be. She don't. She's not gonna be that same person she was in prison. Right. She's humble right now. Yeah. And she's gonna welcome you know anything that is gonna you know love her and and protect her in a way that right. of course Needy couldn't. I mean, I right. hope. You know, for her sake, it does work, but yeah. also, too, if it doesn't, she shouldn't feel bad. Things happen in life, trial and error, and she's learning. Right. Well, that's just it. I think it's going to go one of two ways. It's either going to be hugely successful because she's going to lean on him and be glad that he's there for her, and she's yeah. going to grow to love him more because she needs that, or she's going to grow out of him and really want to do her own life because to the, and that's kind of like you're saying the sad thing is she lived all them years under her mom then she went to prison lived under the yeah. prison and now she's got a husband that regardless of whether they're happy or not she still has to i mean when you're married you have to do things in a way that's respectful to your spouse and you know you have to put their feelings first and to consider how they're feeling about things and so now she's in a situation where she's still not doing for her or 100% for her. She's yeah. having to think about what makes my husband happy or how does he feel about this. And so, hopefully he won't baby her. Like, yeah. Let yeah. her be a grown woman. Don't, yeah. you know, try and baby her because she's fragile. And don't get me wrong, she probably is still very, very fragile. Yeah. But hopefully he won't make make matters worse and keep her in that childlike mentality. Right. You know, like. Right. I don't know. I just, it is a bad situation. Like, I I feel bad for her and stuff, you know. I mean, I would never murder my husband over not taking out the trash, but right. I mean, I, I guess if it mentally like messed with me or something, you never, you know, know what could happen. You never know. You never know. But I will say this too about him, um, about her husband. You know, you have to ask yourself, we don't know a lot about him. There hadn't been a lot of talk about him. So you have no. to ask yourself, is the fact that he's in the mental health field a good thing? Will that be a benefit to her or will mm. he use it? Will he use it to manipulate her and put her in a, in a similar situation uh, like with her mom? You know, you never know. We're, yeah. we're, all eyes are watching though, and we're definitely going to keep up with that story. But you guys, I want y'all to chime in. Tell us what you think, how you feel. If there's anything we've said tonight that resonates with you, if you disagree with us, hit us up and let us know that. But uh, as for me, that's all I have on the subject for now. Yeah, same here. And we're probably going to do another one once we watch the Lifetime movie because it's going to actually be confessions from her. Yeah. And they're, you know, true statements that she's released to let them do a Lifetime movie on. And y'all all know Lifetime is, is nine out of ten times true stories. Yeah, Twilight Lifetime. Yeah, yeah. On that note, don't forget subscribe to us, hit the notification bell. Don't forget to check out your favorite podcast streaming station. We are under, we are on there as well. Late night with Bridget and Holly, and we will see y'all on the next one. Until then, y'all have an amazing night. Bye. Bye bye.